pathetic. <laughs> Alright. We're the D&D podcast where we tell you the rules. And they're written. <laughs> it always sounds so sad when you say it. Uh, so, we got a landslide of viewer feedback about what episode to do next, and the mob has spoken. Really quite overwhelming. Quite overwhelmingly. Weapons. We are going to be covering weapons and armour. Yeah, a real, real beefed up episode. <laughs> so we'll be coming back to Druid, I think, next week. We're going to break it up. I think we'll do three of the classes, then one of these, then three classes, then one of these, three classes. That makes sense, right? Yeah, chuck just, it up a little bit. Yeah, break it up. So, armor, shields. Should we start with armor? Because it begins with A. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alphabetic order. <laughs> Between armor and web. <laughs> So, armor comes in three flavors, doesn't it? Yeah, you have light armor, medium armor, and heavy armor. Ooh, delicious. Yeah, and there's advantages and disadvantages to why you'd want to choose one or the other. Well, one of the first things is it's kind of chosen for you in some ways because you have to have proficiency yeah, in the so armor that you're choosing. More, more than likely, you'll just have a proficiency in one, if any. Yeah, one, two, or three, and then... You've got to use that. Normally you'll get two, and there are advantages and disadvantages to choosing between armors, but your proficiency is probably the most deciding factor. Yeah, and we talked about what that means. So if you have armor proficiency in something, that means that you can use it as like the stats are shown, and it's pretty normal, straightforward. Yeah. But if you don't have proficiency, what happens? Pop quiz. <laughs> Pop quiz forever, DM. <laughs> Oh, that's easy. You have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls that use strength or dex. You get really hampered. You can't even cast spells. Yeah, that's the probably saddest one. Yeah. The next most important stat will be the AC. Yeah. Which is what this is all about, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's what it boils <laughs> down to, is how high can you get that AC? AC, reasonably. yeah, we've talked about this. It's your armor class. Yeah, how hard is it to hit you? They've got to roll above your armor class to hit you. So the higher that number, the harder it's going to be to hit you. And the heavier the armor that you wear, the more it generally interferes with your other abilities. Yeah, mostly stealth. Like stealth, yeah, and moving quickly. Mm -hmm. So you'll also need to have a certain amount of strength to be able to don these kinds of armor. What about doffing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've ever cracked open the book like I have and might have learned a new word, <laughs> you, know, you can doff. don an armor. Oh. You can also doff that armor. <laughs> so let's start with light armor. The three flavors that the book gives is padded leather and studded armor. Now, light armor, they all kind of follow the same recipe. It's a number plus your dex modifier. So you can actually get your AC quite high. If you've got a plus five dex, for example, padded armor is 11. Leather is also 11. And then the studded is 12. So you're, if you've got your plus five, you can get an AC of 16, 17. That's respectable. Yeah, absolutely. And interestingly, if you have padded armor, which is just worse leather armor, 
You have disadvantage on stealth. <laughs> That's well. why I never understood that. <laughs> That's why it's worse. <laughs> yeah. Is it just because everyone's fucking laughing at you for having such shit armor? I like to imagine that it makes like weird, like, I don't know, pillowy sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a cloud nearby? <laughs> but light armor's pretty straightforward. You'll be wearing it. The, the people that really benefit from this are rogues. Light armor, they can stealth about and also have quite a high AC. Yeah. They tend to go, have a high dex anyway, don't they? Yeah. Then there's the middle of the road, medium armor. So medium armor comes in hide, chain, scale, breastplate, and half plate. So a long variety of that. And the big difference there is that you're still adding your dex modifier, but it's captor plus two. So this is good for classes that can wear medium armor that can spec into it, but also ones that don't have a high dex, things that you don't really need a high dex for. Yeah. As long as you've got a dex of 14, you've maxed out that stat bonus. Yeah, so if dex is not your best one, <laughs> then, and you can wear heavy armor, then maybe medium armor is the best thing. So what range does it go through, the different armors in medium armor? What is like their base AC? So at the low end with hide armor, you have 12 plus your dex. So that caps out at 14. Caps out at 14. At the high end, you have half plate, which is a respectable 15. Caps out at 17. Yeah. Not too bad. But you'll have disadvantage on your stealth checks with that. Yeah, I feel like breastplate is the way to go. Breastplate sacrifices one AC, but you no longer have disadvantage on stealth. Yeah, so it's kind of like the best you can get of both worlds in that scenario. Yeah. And then there's heavy armor. Ringmail, chainmail, splint. <laughs> And plate. I did have to Google what. Armor <laughs> looks. Yeah, I it think it kind of looks like a, like I don't know, samurai armor. Yeah, yeah, stuff. definitely. It's kind of neat. I get that. They all give you disadvantage. Fuck you. Yeah, you not sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> but they also give you a flat AC. So even if Dex is like your dumb stat, if you've got your eight in Dex, you can still be pushing up. High what, AC. Yeah. What does it go up to? Eighteen for plate. Ooh. Yeah. 18 plus if you have a shield that just gives you a flat plus 2 AC so if you're having heavy armor you can reach up to 20 regardless of your dex modifier and it is a bit weird that there's only one type of shield yeah we were just talking about that how mm. it's just shield you know not like they, they go into such detail on all the different types of armor that you can have but with shield it's just shield <laughs> <laughs> and that's just plus 2 AC yeah I think there could be some like way to mix them together yeah. maybe like if you have you could have tower shield but disadvantage on dexterity checks but that gives you like a plus three or a plus four ac yeah you can definitely finagle a way to have like you know include different types of shields yeah a buckler as well i feel a buckler would be a fantastic like flavorful thing to have yeah you have just plus one ac but something that gives you like a better i don't know to hit chance or something because bucklers are very very small aren't they yeah like a dinner plate of doom <laughs> <laughs> that's a magic weapon that's getting homebrewed <laughs> so with all this armor you've got to figure out how to get in and out of it how do you don and doff that armor <laughs> <laughs> i love the word doff <laughs> so much can't get over it what's the numbers jt it depends on the type of armor you have if you want to don your light armor it takes one minute medium five minutes heavy 10 minutes and a shield in action picking it up basically yeah yeah and then doffing is roughly <laughs> the same uh 
one minute for light armor, one minute for medium armor, and five minutes for heavy armor. So, yeah, it's one of those things that you've got to keep in mind. I've had some players who kind of forget this rule, and I've played in games where DMs forget this rule, and they'll, they'll be like, ah, you've got disadvantage for your heavy armor. Well, I take it off. Okay, and then you carry on with advantage, and then a battle is gonna come. And you're like, I put on my heavy armor. Yeah. And it's like, okay, and then like a video game equip screen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, if your if your players are doing that, then have someone have, have a guard come and have a poke about while he's half what naked. You, you <laughs> I say, good sir, <laughs> cover your dignity. Classic guard voice. <laughs> Everyone's got one. So that's that's the armor. Yeah, in a nutshell. Summed up. Yeah. What's next? Go off and dawn and dawn. What comes after that? A, B, C, D, E. Weapons. W. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weapons. Yeah. So with weapons, same thing. We can start with proficiency. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're simple and martial weapons. Yeah. And same types of rules. If you're proficient, you can use it as like the stats entailed. If you are not proficient, you do not get to add your proficiency bonus to the attack roll. That's basically it. Yeah, pretty simple. So they have two categories, and the martial tends to be better than the simple weapons. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. So yeah, check your proficiencies. You may have proficiency with simple weapons and a few select martial weapons that kind of fit your class theme. But all these weapons should have some properties. Yeah, so there are many, many different types of weapons that you can... <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> makes me uncomfortable though. Oh, get ready until you doff them. <laughs> Sorry about that. We had some audio issues, but we we said some very funny things. I I promise. Anyway. <laughs> Some of the weapon properties. We'll go through them in alphabetical order because that's what's in the book. That's how it goes. So the first one is A. A is for <laughs> ammunition. <laughs> yeah, so ammunition is any kind of projectile or whatever that your weapon might use up, like an arrow or a bullet. If Bows, you're playing those crossbows, kinds of firearms, yeah. yeah. Bolts, stuff like that. Yeah, simple though. And you just expend it. Drawing part your ammunition is part of your attack too, so you don't have to worry about that being like Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you need to make sure you keep track of how much ammo you have and how much ammo you can hold. If you're not using incumbents or anything, make sure you give a set limit to how much ammo a player can hold in their quiver or something, because that's part of the rules. Yeah, like, you don't have to keep track of weight. You don't have to play those games that roll those numbers. I mean, you can if that's your game. But if you don't, you, you still got to rules of cool it, because otherwise you end up having that barbarian with, you know, 150 javelins. <laughs> <laughs> you can't touch me if I hoot you before you get to me. It's just a walking fortress. Yeah. <laughs> so if they kind of fight you on it, just explain to them that the rules are written. Like, what does it look like yeah. when you're carrying Like, how are, you, how are you carrying this stuff? But I know lots of people who will try and buy, like... 400 arrows and then we're like oh I'll just keep some on the cart and then I can hold like a hundred or so in my pockets and all in my quiver and all this and uh, people will come up with some big mental gymnastics to mm. try and 
Point is, just give them give them a flat number they can keep in their quiver reasonably. Yeah. And then just explain that it's it's balancing mechanic. Since yeah. you're not using incumbents. And they should be lucky that you're not. Yeah, they should be grateful. <laughs> there. Don't make me get the numbers. <laughs> so That's ammunition. Ammunition. Uh, the next one is probably one of the most common ones to come across. Definitely up there. Finesse. Finesse just means that you use your dex modifier instead of your strength, which is quite common for everything from druids to bards to... Interestingly, you can actually choose between using strength or dex with a finesse weapon. You can indeed. Yeah, it just tends to be that this is a weapon that you would want to use for a dex yeah, character. Yeah, I think they also tend to be a little bit worse than the straight strength ones. Yeah, in terms like, of like oh, flat. Yeah, uh, just the, the dice you're rolling, the D12s. There's no finesse weapons with D12s. The great axe and the lance. How much damage do those guys do? One D12 plus your strength. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then so, what's next? Then there's heavy. So, small creatures will have disadvantage roll on rolls with heavy weapons, so you can't... Fuck gnomes. <laughs> yeah, you know, have that gnome with that big great, great axe. axe. Ah. <laughs> Looks cool, though. <laughs> You, I mean, if you really want it, you could create a magic weapon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, just light enough, you can wield it. Uh, one of the characters in our game has a rocket-powered hammer. You could totally do that. Give them yeah. a rocket hammer. Mind you, it's just as much going to send them into the stratosphere. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, gonna... It also doubles as a vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they will be flying, like, in a straight line, like Boba Fett's yeah, spaceship. Yeah, and the, the weight is distributed weird, so you'd be, like, <laughs> so he's just flipping spinning around. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a magic mental <laughs> image. So on the opposite side of heavy, there's light. Yeah, so a light weapon is something that's easier to handle, and... It's usually the type that you can use for two-weapon fighting. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's about fighting two-handed, really. So yeah. you don't add your modifiers to the second hit, to the second weapon if you're fighting two-handed. You just roll the flat dice. So check out for lights, daggers, short swords, cool things like that. And a fun thing about the alphabetic order is that we get to talk about loading like three after <laughs> ammunition. So what's loading? So loading, when you're dealing with a weapon that has ammunition, you probably have to load it. This means that you can only fire one piece of ammunition from it when you use an action, bonus action, or reaction to fire it, regardless of the number of attacks that you can normally make. Uh, okay, so you've got to, if you've got lots of different types of ammo, you can only choose one, no matter how many times you extra attack. Yeah, you can only make one attack with that weapon. So you'll find this property on the more damaging bows. Things like short bows don't have this. So if you're a character with extra attack, you should probably be using a short bow. If you're using a long bow, which has loading. Or crossbow. Yeah. Right. Then you can't use that for extra attacks. So again, something to keep in mind yeah, when you're choosing like, what equipment you want. The, yeah. These weapons look like they're better because they have more damage number. Yeah, people <laughs> but... people are very quick to just like look up a big sheet of what they all the damage numbers that all the weapons the do, and it's blood. like I want the great axe. It's twelve. <laughs> yeah. Here are some of the disadvantages. Yeah, they cut. They come with drawbacks. Yeah. So the other one is ranged. ranged. So the range property will list two numbers. The first one is its normal range in feet, and the second is its long range. The normal range is just 
you make a normal attack within that range, plus five feet or so. There's like that buffer distance that you have to allow. Yeah, so it can't be within five feet. Can't be within like five feet. But the high number indicates between the low number and the high number is the range that you can still make an attack on with disadvantage. Yeah, you're kind of eyeballing it a bit. I mean, yeah, that's just all ranged weapons, isn't it? We went through all these details in the attack episode. But now we're going through it again. <laughs> it's all about We're not done. Reach is another one. Reach is pretty simple. It extends your reach by five feet. So instead of attacking someone next to you, you can attack someone a square over if you're playing on a grid. Yeah. Or behind another person. So you can have your big fuck off paladin in the front and then your little gnome wizard with a pike yeah, at the yeah, back yeah, can be like, yeah, 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 see? <laughs> uh, so yeah, reach is pretty straightforward. Although the next one is just called special. Special. What is a special weapon, JT? <laughs> it has unusual rules governing its use, <laughs> explained in the weapon's description. Yeah, read the weapon. If you see special, <laughs> there's more shit to it. Yeah, just read it. Just means that it has something that's not a base property. Yeah. Throne. Throne is an interesting one. So if it has a throne property, then you can make a ranged attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a melee weapon, you use the same ability modifier for that attack roll and damage roll, but you toss it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't attack twice with a thrown weapon. <laughs> Daggers, hand axes, they're thrown. Yeah. You basically make a ranged attack, but then you don't get to... It, it's your last resort, isn't it? If, you've got, if you're hacking away at someone and then there's a zombie about to kill a friend 20 feet from you, Fucking yeet that hand axe over to them. Yeah, so this can be like, you know, useful in a bind. Sometimes this is also just, this is the weapon, like with javelins, right? Yeah. Javelins are just thrown weapons, which is nice for, you know, again, for the barbarian who doesn't have any, like, you know, easy ranged attacks it can make. You can just add your normal strength modifiers to this yeah. ranged weapon without having to use like a Another bow. bonus is the the ammo isn't kind of expended. You can go and collect the ammo afterwards quite easily. Some yeah, DMs <laughs> some DMs will say any arrows fired are lost. Some will like roll dice to see how many you can get back to see how many break and things. Yeah, if you're playing those find. kinds of games yeah. where it's more like important to try to limit but, resources. Yeah, if you've got three hand axes, getting them back is very easy to persuade your DM to do. Yeah, unless maybe you get one of those net ones, you know, where, like, <laughs> that's probably a thing you're not getting. <laughs> Launch it into the forest somewhere. <laughs> Shit, that was my grandma's. <laughs> There's only two more. Two-handed. You need two hands. You gotta <laughs> use two hands. That's pretty simple. So you can't use a shield with these weapons. Yeah, you can't use two of them. Yeah. As much as you would love to imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> However, if they have the tag versatile, you can use with either one or two hands. Now there'll be two numbers, two D numbers uh, next to the weapon. So it'll be D4 and D6. So D4 will be with one hand and D6 will be if you're with two. Yeah, for or, example. Yeah, whatever so, it is. They're normally higher than those numbers. Yeah, so the, the smaller number is the, that's when you have it being used as a one-handed weapon and then the higher number is when it's a two-handed weapon. Yeah, because you can just control it more. Yeah. Then there's improvised weapons. Improvised weapons. These are their own little thing. So sometimes, you know when you're in a bar fight and you just want to smack a goblin with a chair leg? Yeah. These are the rules you need. Get out your mug. <laughs> so 
re really what it says is that if you have an improvised weapon that is close to a weapon, normally club is. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got a chair leg, mm, yeah, it's you a club. Uh, but... Like a uh, base, it'll do 1d4 damage. But yeah. you can also improvise the damage. It should be like reasonable to the kind of thing that you're using. Yeah, really just try and find the... A comparable object. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, you'll be very hard-pressed not to find one in there. But if you can't, then the book says a 1d4. Yeah, and this is a really good opportunity, I think, to reward players for creativity. Oh, yeah. You know. That is... If, you're, if you enter the bar fight with a bar, that's a great axe right there, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and it even has the ranged property built in to the mechanic of 20 feet short range and 60 feet long range. That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of like roughly the distance. So that's like your chair leg lobbing range. Yeah. So there's a couple of special things you can have over this. Silver. Silver weapon. Yeah, so this is like when you want to get something that's better than your current thing, but you don't see a lot of things that are more than a D12 <laughs> or whatever, you can get a silvered weapon, and this will nullify a lot of immunities or resistances mm. to normal melee weapon damage. Yeah, the, the three big boys of bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Those are your non-magical attacks. You're probably doing one of those. Basically, if a monster has resistance to non-magical attacks, if you have a silvered weapon, it negates that. This is kind of in a bit of a weird area because I feel like unless you're starting out at a high level without any magic items, then getting silvered weapons is a very quick thing because when you get to the high levels, there's lots and lots of monsters. There's a few at low levels that are just resistant or immune to non-magical attacks. But after you've been playing for a while, you should have some magical weapons, right? Yeah, so this is like... The go-between? Yeah, the go-between, because every time, if you've ever, like, if you're one of those... If you're one of those DMs <laughs> who have run a game before, you know, one of, the, one of the first things your players will always ask you whenever they go to a town, they treat it like an RPG, like, yeah. uh, where they always want to go to the blacksmith and be like, can I get a better thing? Yeah. This is an opportunity to have a better thing that's not necessarily some crazy magic weapon. Yeah, definitely. Although it's a bit of a one-time use, isn't it? So maybe you can build a little quest into getting that thing. Yeah. Be like, you need to go collect the silver from an abandoned mine for this, or you can do a favor for the blacksmith there's a, there's a real kind of flavor and you get a very tangible reward yeah and most people are happy with just having a uh, having gotten a better thing than yeah. the thing that they started something out that's with. quantifiably better yeah <laughs> what's the next part the special weapons <laughs> so we have a little treat we can talk about the special weapon properties <laughs> that were reserved until the end of the <laughs> section to talk about what are they hit me with it there's lance all right you have disadvantage when you use a lance to attack a target within five feet of you, right? Mm -hmm. Also, a lance requires two hands to wield when you aren't mounted. So that's kind of a special thing. Yeah, so it's it's a mounted lance. You joust! It's, yeah. It's a, a joust, sire! <laughs> yeah, just fucking... Lance. It's a lance, right? It's a lance. Lance. Lance, it's a lance. It's a lance. lance. It's a lance. <laughs> a lance. There's a H in there. L-A-H-H. <laughs> Um, yeah, here in simplified English. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me get my use. Um, what's next? Oh no, he's got an Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got audio notes. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> what am I doing? Merriam-Webster, save me. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? Where are they? <laughs> is that one person like with a double barrel name, or is it just like? It's Mer- like it's like Voltron. Like they're two. <laughs> Merriam-Webster, come to me. <laughs> they, they form into a single <laughs> lexical entity. Uh, all right. So, what's the last one? Net. What's a net? Net is definitely the weirder one. Mm-hmm. So, a large or smaller creature can be ensnared by a net unless that creature is formless or is huge or larger. <laughs> right? <Call> net a dragon. <laughs> uh, a creature can use its action to make a DC 10 strength check, freeing itself or another creature within its reach on a success, dealing five slashing damage to the net, which has an AC of 10. Mm-hmm. And also freeze the creature without harming it. It's quite a low-level uh, item. But what's interesting is Can that there's that? no there's no like built-in DC check to ensnare someone in the first place. It's a weapon attack, isn't it? If you hit them and succeed, then they are. Then ensnared. they're just ensnared. Yeah, yeah but you it just doesn't have do to damage. Although, to if you dogpile on them, if they are, are they restrained? Is that what it is? Restrained. Restrained. It means you get advantage on. Smacking them. Yeah, go ahead. Although an AC, a DC of 10 is quite easy to bust out of. Yeah, this is more of like a silly. Yeah, I mean, magic net. (laughs) (laughs) Raise that up. I don't know. I like that it's there. Let's combine things. We're going to have a chain mail net (laughs) with a higher (laughs) AC. I mean, yeah, like you totally could, right? I want to put plate mail on my net. (laughs) (laughs) I want a silvered net. So very quickly, before we end this, uh, I've got Xanathar's guide here, and there's a couple of addendums to add. Sleeping in armor. If you have light armor, there's no adverse effects, but sleeping in medium or heavy armor. Oh, that's gonna be stink fest. Yeah, it's, you only regain one quarter of your spent hit dice. Yeah, you get plus one to your stinky level. If you have any exhaustion, the rest doesn't reduce that exhaustion if you're sleeping in heavy armor. Uh, or medium. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. The other thing is adamantine. Adamantine weapons. It's adamantine armor. Now, adamantine armor gives you basically you're invulnerable to crits. You can't be critted. If you were critted, it's just a normal hit. Adamantine weapons are really good at smashing objects. If you've got a wall, then anytime you attack an object with an adamantine weapon, it's a crit. Okay, if you so, them. posing the question that is on everyone's mind today. Ah, fuck. What happens when you attack with an adamantine <laughs> weapon versus an adamantine armor? I mean, the boring answer is that adamantine armor isn't an object. Like, when you're wearing it. I guess. Sorry. That just doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> it explodes, okay? Yeah. And you get a free wish spell. <laughs> Everyone gets a free wish spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is us done for the day. Yeah, good sesh. Weapons, armor. If you've got any questions, you can find me at toby at rulesiswrittenshow.com. Yep, and you can find the transcriptions of these episodes on rulesiswrittenshow.com. You can help support us on Anchor. We don't have a Patreon. We're loyal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. So instead of talking D&D, let's go play some D&D. Hell yeah. Boop. See you. Bye.